0: Continue with our daily Bible reading for this Thursday as we continue in our readings from Deuteronomy now in Deuteronomy chapter 4. So now Moses kind of sums up all that he said to them so far and he tells them the importance of following what he's teaching them. And and so it says Moses commands obedience. Now here again, you got to remember. Um, think of this in the sense of God doesn't need us to be obedient for Himself. He's not thinking about what this is going to do for Him. It's the same. It's the same thing that I said to my children when they were younger. I said, "You got to obey me." not simply because I wanted to throw my power around or say I'm more stronger than you, but because I love them tremendously. And I knew if they went outside of what I told them to do, that I gave them boundaries to keep them safe, to keep them from being harmed, to keep them from harming themselves, and so God does the same thing for us. Notice as you read the chapter, while there is there's this strong words about God punishing, God allowing them to have what they ask for, but also strong words about God wanting to be gracious and to take care of them and wanting to give them direction. So let's take a look at that. So for, chapter 4 starts out this way, and now, O oh Israel, so now after all that Moses has taught them about, reminding them about God's faithfulness to them, reminding them about how God brought them into the promised land, reminding them about the covenant that God made with them, and all of this, now, God, uh, what's the most important thing? It's, it's that little word, listen. Listen, and listen in the way that God listens. Listen and do. Remember in Scripture, when God calls us to listen, it's never just, oh, I heard that. It's to hear that and put that into practice. The so two go together. It's the same way with God. When God says he listens to us, it means he's heard us, and he's going to do an action because of that. Um, not just simply goes in one ear and goes out the other. And because so notice how the chapter starts out. What does God want for them? It says in verse 1, that you may live. And go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God has given to your fathers now is giving to you. In other words, God wants to give them something. He wants them to be able to live. But these are the ways that, that you uh, uh, that you are able to live. You know as well as I, in, in our daily life, um, we don't we don't get good life by just sitting around. There's something we need to do for that. There, there are ways we need to follow. There are strict things we need to uh, uh, follow along. Um, and, and God does the same for us. And notice what he says then, too, of the witness of the, of this, too. I'm thinking of Jesus when he says, You are the light of the world, that people see what you do and give glory to God. So look at verse 6. Keep them, he says, and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people's. In other words, we look and we see what God has done for us, so we want to mirror him to people. We want them to know that same graciousness that we ourselves know. Um, and, and so it's about, it's about showing our wisdom and our understanding. This is true wisdom and understanding. There's a lot, of, a lot of wisdom and understanding that are thrown around in our world. This is true understanding, to know the true God and to follow him, and it's wise to follow him. Um, For for he says, look at this, compare the God that you and I know from Scripture with any other gods, I put small g's that are out there. He says, verse 7, for what great nation is there that has a God so near to it Many times, you see, uh, in in false gods, there are gods that they got to try to get to. they got to try to reach out to. they got to try to get him to come to them. But notice what he says. As the Lord our God is to us, whenever we call upon him, you've got God there with you at your beck and call at any time, wanting you to pray, wanting to hear your prayers, wanting you to pray that his will would be done for us, and, and all of that. Um, So, and then he says, uh, verse 7, for what great nation is there that has a God so near to it? And then verse eight. And what great nation is there that has statutes and rules so righteous? In other words, statutes—things that are set in stone, things that don't change—with with the culture and and with the time and the day, um, and also rules. In other words, he loves us enough that he gives us direction. He guides us. He puts borders around us and says, "You don't want to go that that place because you're gonna you're gonna get destroyed. You're gonna you're gonna destroy yourself." He loves us enough to give those rules, Um, so righteous as all this law that I have set before you today. And then he warns him, you know, only take care. Keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen. Well, how quickly we forget the things that God has done for us. How our eyes are just focused on today. And we go, well, what has God done for me today? And and causing us to be selfish. The devil did that to Adam and Eve after God had done all of this and created all this world for them. He said, to them, but what has God done for you today? And And uh, trying to get us to question that. Um, lest you de- they depart from your heart all the days of your life. So no wonder that the commandments talk about remembering, and God's constantly calling them to remember. No wonder we go through the church year every year. We remember what God did for us in Jesus Christ. Uh, in his birth, in his death, in his resurrection, his ascension, um, that's so important to keep before us. No wonder we keep coming back into his word as we're doing right now. And we're in that word to be grounded in that word and grounded in the things that God has done for us, old covenant and new covenant alike, uh, as we read in the scriptures. Um, so he says, verse 12, you heard the sound of words, but and he said, comparing God to any other false gods they had, he said, you heard the sound of words, but no form. In other words, God isn't like something here on this earth. He's not some idol that's here on this earth. No, he is so far above us, he has no form. He's a spirit, but he speaks to us. There was only a voice, he said. Um, and he declared to you his covenant, which he commanded you perform, that is the Ten Commandments. So again, God's ten Commandments are not a list of do's and don'ts. They're God's covenant with us where he tells us how to live at peace with him and live at peace with each other. Um, you find it there. God the idols are are uh, uh, forbidden because he warns about those idols that they they aren't anything at all. And then he warns us to verse 24, this is a he is a god of power. He's a consuming fire for our sin and for those who continue to rebel against him, but he's a jealous God towards us. He wants our love. He wants us. And he doesn't want to share us with anybody else. Uh, What what an incredible gospel word. Um, So, and then he says in the next paragraph, he says, but if you do stray away from here, here's the thing you can always know. Verse 29, but from there, you will seek the Lord your God and you will find him. Tell you what, if it's left up to me, my patience would run out, but God's does not. If you search after him with all your heart and with all your soul. For, verse 31, for the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not leave you or destroy you or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to you. My gosh, you ought to underline that in your, in that's Old Testament. That's incredible promise of God that he will never leave us or forsake us, uh, but that he will be with us always. They're instructed then to teach that to their children, make sure that they, that they pass that on. And then thankfulness in the last portion, 44 through 49, um, verse 45, that, that God has given us testimonies. Remember, those are witnesses of God's faithfulness, like somebody gives a testimony in court. Statutes, things that don't change. Think of statues, solid, rock solid, and rules, guidance, instruction. God, what should I do? He gives us those rules, uh, and thanks be to God for that. Um, so God bless you as you uh, continue to read and hear this uh, reminder from Moses to listen to God. You're doing it right now as you're in his word. Trust him and follow him. God bless you as you read.